Hallelujah. Could we all stand for the reading of the word? Nothing like being in the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, I'll be coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning at verse number 4. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for being here, being part of our church. We greatly appreciate it. Is it cold in here to anyone? Can we please cut the AC down or off? Don't want anyone to go to sleep on me. Don't forget this week is praying for our blessings, financial blessings. So I want to preach this message to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 4 through 7. For while one said, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? But ministers by whom you believe, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Paul said, and Apollos watered. But say this with me, but God gave the increase. Say that again. God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything and neither is he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. I want to preach to you on this message, God increase. Say that with me. God increase. You hadn't had an increase until you've gotten an increase by God. Dear Lord, we love you. We thank and praise you. Once again, I come on bending knees, giving glory and honor to you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Use this vessel to speak to these holy people that you brought here today. Speak to these people that you ordained to be here today. Bless us, O Lord, and we would hear and obey your word. Remove me now out of the way. Let your word proceed from your presence. We will embrace and love you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you give the Lord one big hand clap of praise before you're seated? I'll take that. Come on, give God praise before you're seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord God Almighty. Paul is trying to get everybody straight. There's them that followed after him and say we are of Paul, and then there's others that say that we are of Apollos, but Paul is trying to tell you that I'm nothing and Apollos is nothing. I started the churches, he said. I planted them, but then Apollos came and and just watered them. But he said nothing will ever happen out of them unless God give the increase. I planted Apollos water, but it's God that gives the increase. I don't care who you are or who they are, whatever that they have, if they have it in abundance, it didn't just come out of the sky. God gave them an increase. Your millionaires and your billionaires, it was the will of God for them to be who they are. And the way that they got their come up or their increase was by, by God. All things are made by God and for God, for his glory. So whoever it is, it come from God. And if you want an increase, all you got to do is do what God asks you to do. And you will get an increase in your life as well. I don't know about you, but I want an increase by God. Can I get a witness in it? Do, 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 do anybody else want an increase? And I don't want just know any kind of increase. I want a God increase. I'll never forget, uh, there's a guy that had came and he would always shout and scream and dance and come around and tell us stuff when he got something. He always said that it was an increase by God. I remember when he got his first house and he was just shouting and everything, God gave me this. I look what God blessed me with. And then later he loses his home. 
I remember he came and he said, look at, look, look at this new car just jamming in it and all. Beautiful car. Wasn't long. He couldn't keep the notes. It was gone. And I got to thinking. I said, wait a minute. That ain't the way God operates. We got to be careful what we lay at the doorposts of God. Saying God gave us an increase and all along it's not God increase, it's man increase. You know you went, you worked five, six, seven, eight jobs, and then you're going to come back and tell us God gave it to you and you know all along you did it. You going around here saying God gave me this and God gave me that and you out hustling about to break your back trying to get it and then you say God gave it to you, it's a God increase. When God gives you something, when God gives you something, first of all, you have to worry about nobody taking it away from God bad enough to give it to you. He's bad enough to let you keep it in the name of Jesus. Amen. When God gives you an increase, you don't have to run around like a chicken with your head cut off to get it. He just drop it on you. He just give it to you. I'll never forget when I needed a vehicle, Rolanda and I, we had that old red car that she had, and, and, I, and we, it was going out, and we needed a vehicle. And I'll never forget, we didn't have any money. We, I mean, it was just, I, I mean, my credit was bad. I, I, I mean, we, we, we were in a bad situation. But I remember the Lord told me to get up, go over to that Ford place, and pick you out a vehicle. I got up, I told Rolanda, I said, I'm going to get a vehicle. She was looking at me like I was crazy, but I went on anyway, went over to the, how are you going to get a vehicle? You don't have no credit. Your credit is bad. I said, I'm just doing what God told me to do. I'm getting ready to get a God increase. I go to the place, and they ran my, uh, my credit score, and they came back and told me it was funny. He said, sir, you can't get a vehicle from here. They told me to go down to Dooley's, uh, uh, do- Dooley. I don't know if he was on, he was on, 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 on both. Yeah, y'all know him, Dooley. They say, well, I better not say that, but anyway. But <laughs> I had to go where, where. <laughs> but the guy looked at me. I began to give him my testimony, tell him how good my God was. I'd never forget. He said, sir, hold on just one minute. He said, let me take this up and send this back and let somebody higher look at it. And it wasn't no more than, I don't, I don't know how long it took. The guy came back and told me I was approved. I pointed, I picked out the car and walked off the car lot. That's a God increase. God did it. Man didn't do it. I didn't do it. It was out of my hands. I needed a car. I needed an increase, and God gave it to me. And so and then the first thing I did when I got it, I anointed it. And it's still riding around here anointed. My brother Roosevelt riding in it right now today. How many years ago was that? Ten years over ten years ago. I got five years out of it. What, you got six out of it? And that bad boy still rode seven years out. It's still riding off of God increase. That's when God gave it to you. A God increase. It's different when God give it to you than when man get it himself. When God give it to you, you can rest for sure it's a done deal. The word increase is defined as this. To make something larger or greater in size, amount, and number. To make something larger or greater. I think you might remember the prayer of Jabez when it was Jabez that said, God enlarge my territory. What he was asking for was a God increase. He said, Lord, enlarge my territory. He wasn't satisfied with what he had and where he was. He wanted the tent to be stretched a little further. He wanted the nails to to be anchored down a little. He wanted more. And there's nothing wrong with asking God for an increase. In fact, we're fasting all week, believing God for a God increase. But it was Jabez that said, Lord, enlarge my territory. I want, I want more, God, because you said you have a cattle on a thousand hills. And if he has it like that, then he can give it like, can I get a witness? Do you believe that God will give you an increase in the house today? There's several ways 
to receive a God increase. Not a man increase, but a God increase. Now, now I'm getting ready to see how serious you want an increase. Mm-hmm. There's, there's several ways to receive a God increase. Here, here's one of them. Write this down. It's by the work you do for the kingdom. Oh, yeah. By the work you do for the kingdom. A lot of people want God to give them an increase, but they won't put. You know, you heard the old saying, you don't work, you don't eat. How are you expecting me to give you an increase when you don't put your hand on the plow? Now, I'm going to talk to these people that are pew warmers now. I'm going to talk to these people here that say they're going to get in ministry and never get in ministry. I'm going to talk to somebody here that say we're going to do some work for the kingdom but never do it. Uh-uh. If you want a God increase, that's one thing I love about God. He's not the kind of master that will make you work and not bless you. I'm going to say that again. He's not the kind of master that will have you working and not bless you. That's what I love about the elders that I had talked to, that I had talked to around the Pentecostals when, when, you know, when I came up 15 years ago and they were work horses. And I always wanted to know why y'all work like this. And they would all testify and tell me because you never know when you're going to need God. You never know when you're going to need God. And they're working and laboring. They're faithful. They've been in Sunday school. They teaching this bus routes. They was doing it all. It was the work. It was the work. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 through 10 through uh, 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 14. Read, read, read this with me. It says, for God is not unrighteous to forget your what? Your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we declare that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of the hope until the end that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he sweared by himself saying, Surely blessings I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. He's telling Moses, he's telling the church, he said, just like I blessed him, I gave him an increase, I'm going to give you an increase. He's not a God that would not bless your work. When Abraham left his father's house to do the work of the Lord God, he said, I would multiply thee. I would bless thee. He gave him a God increase. And Abraham, you thought he was blessed and his father's house was blessed before he left there. But when he started working for the kingdom, when he started working for God's kingdom, he's been, Abraham was blessed throughout the land because God gave him an increase. I don't know about you, but I want God's increase more than anything. Give me God increase because God know how to bless you. I used to wonder why the old folks used to say this song, let the works, or may the works I do, thank you, speak for me. Y'all remember that song? Y'all remember that song? They came up with a song with it. Did anybody know how it go? May the work I've done <laughs> speak for me. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, I wish I, oh, but see, some, see, 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 some of them looking at us like we crazy. They don't even know anybody. But they used to sing all that. They used to sing that. They didn't, look, I don't have to testify. God, let the works that, are, that the works that I've done, let it speak for me. And it will speak for you. It will get the attention of God. And he will give you an increase. He's, he's, he's a righteous God, not an unrighteous God. Well, he'll take care of you. That's one of the things when I pray for people, I always pray. I say, God, I say, bless them for the work that they've done. Give them an increase. So remember the work that they've done. That's what Hezekiah said when the prophet came to him and told him to get his house in order. He would die. The Bible said that when he repented and cried out to God, his cry was, God, remember how I used to work for you. Remember the way I used to serve you. 
He prayed that prayer to God. And what did God give him? A God increase. He added 15 years to that man's life. Now that's an increase. That's a God increase. He added 15 years to that boy. Why? And God remembered his word. He remembered the cry. He cried out. He got God's attention. But in his cry, he said, Lord, remember, remember the way I used to serve you. Remember my labor in your kingdom. It counted for something. For those of you who used to labor in the kingdom and you feel like there's no hope, you just cry out to God, remember my works, O oh Lord. Let my works that I used to do speak for you and watch how God will give you an increase. The second thing that would help you get a God increase is this. It's when you, this is very important, it's when you house the spirit of God. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that again. When you house the spirit of God. In other words, being born again is important. When you are filled by the Spirit, you are then being led by the Spirit. And where the Spirit leads you is to nothing but prosperity, peace, blessings, and so forth. And so I'm telling you, having the Holy Ghost is important. You can say whatever you want to say. You show me a vessel that got the Spirit of God in it, and I show you a blessed vessel. I show you a vessel that if they would just hold on, God's going to give them what they want. I'm telling you in abundance, those that are filled with the Holy Ghost. That's why Satan don't want you to be filled with the Holy Ghost because he knows that what comes with the Spirit of God is a blessing. It's a God blessing. I never forget when I, before I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't you remember before you got filled with the Holy Ghost, you had buckets, holes in your bucket? Quick as you get it, it's gone. You don't know where it's at. Don't you remember that? I remember when I was just broke, poor, disgusted. Till one day I got filled with the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit went over in my body and started patching up hoses so stuff won't spill out. Because God touches those and bless those that are filled with the Holy, with the Holy Ghost. Oh, okay, okay, let, 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 let me show you. 2 Samuel chapter, chapter 2, uh, uh, excuse, excuse me, 2 Samuel chapter 6, uh, beginning at verse number 9. This, this is when, 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 when Uriah, I think, the, who, who was it? Uzziah, uh, or one of the guys who touched the Ark of the Covenant. I can't remember what his name is. What? Yeah, Uzziah, Uzziah, whatever his name. He, he touched the Ark of the Covenant while David was bringing it home, and he was trying to do a good thing, but he ended up dying doing a good thing. That's why you got to be careful the way you help God, because you can help God in a manner the way you hurt yourself. But look, he touched the ark and he died. And David said, oh, wait a minute. This is what David said here. The Bible said, and David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, how shall the ark of the Lord come to me? And David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obed, Obed Edom the Gittite. And the ark of the Lord continued the house of Obed Edom the Gittite three months. And the Lord blessed Obed Edom in all his household. Watch this. And it was told King David saying the Lord has blessed the house of Obed Edom and all that pertained unto him because of the ark of the glory. Because God's spirit was there. So when David. He, he gets this news. The Bible says. So David went. And brought up the ark of God. From the house of Obed-Edom. Into the city of David. With gladness. Why? Because David. Wanted God increase. In the city of David. 
You sitting there watching the spirit of the Lord in, in, in Obed-Edom's house and how everything that pertained to him, his cattle was increasing. His fields were multiplying. His servants were looking better. Everything about him. I'm telling you, when you house the spirit of the Lord, I'm telling you, that should be an increase about you. That should be a new, new a newness about you. Your children ought to look good. Your husband ought to look good. The dog Rover ought to look good. Everything about you ought to look Everything ought to have an increase when you house the spirit of the Lord. When I got, yeah, yeah, I know you like your dogs and your cats. They ought to look good. They ought to be blessed. You ought to have plenty of pet food in your house. You should have it in abundance. According to what I read, David had to go down there and get the spirit of the Lord and bring it to where he was so he can be blessed. They say where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But there's also an increase, an overflow, an increase where the spirit of the Lord is. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. That's why you need the spirit and the power of God so that you can be blessed. And some of y'all had a jump on me. I was a homeless man, poor. I was in $60,000 in debt. Didn't have a, I didn't have a dime. Didn't have nothing and got the Holy Ghost. And look how God's just been blessing me. And some of y'all been in this longer than me and you still got the same old thing. Now, something wrong. I was a homeless man, didn't have nothing, had the Holy Ghost. God started patching up holes in my life and pierced. All of a sudden, my life started going like this here. And it has not stopped yet. Now, I don't understand some of these people that are like, whoop, 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 whoop. And they had a big jump on me. But once I got the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, it was a God increase in my life. Being spirit-filled and spirit-led will bring an increase in your life. The third thing that would bring a God increase is when you, and you know this one, and this is the one the church fights with, when you give to the kingdom of God. When you give to the kingdom of God. You want to talk about a God increase. Malachi, I got to give it to you. Malachi 3.10 says, Just bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now, whether, said the Lord, prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts, that if I will not open up. And look at that word windows. It's an S behind it. He ain't open up just one. He can open up the windows of heaven. And pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive. If you don't know what that is, that is called an overflowing blessing. He said you won't have room to receive it. He said when you give into my kingdom, when you do that, God is getting ready to give you good God amount an increase that you would not be able to have room to receive. That means it's going to be spilling over in your life. And that's the one that's killing a lot of people. They don't want, they don't want to give. Verse, verse 11 says, remember the woman, the prophet? Remember the prophet uh, Elijah, the woman that gave a little of her cake? And, 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 and in return, God in, gave her an increase. It was a God increase. Because she was obedient, she, she sold into the kingdom. She gave into the kingdom. The Bible said that while there was a famine in the land, everybody else was starving. But this woman, oil in her barrel never ran dry. It was just overflowing. It never, it never died. That's a God increase. And she did that because she gave into the kingdom. I'm telling you, the worst thing that you can do is not give into the kingdom of God. I'm not trying to 
well, hype on y'all about money. You know, I don't, I don't preach that, but I'm just trying to help you get your financial blessing, get your God increased. When I tell you, so on in the kid, you can't give to God and God don't give it back. And here's what I love about it. When you give a dollar, he give a hundred dollars back to you. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> oh. And then here's what's so gracious about it. If you give a dollar, he'll give a hundred dollars and answer your prayers. <laughs> you give a dollar, he'll give a hundred, he'll answer your prayers and heal your body. You give a dollar, he'll give a hundred dollars, he'll answer your prayers, heal your body, and touch your children. Oh, for one dollar, that's a God increase. You get all that and then some. Now you tell me who wins. Satan knows this. He don't want you to know that. Look, 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 look at what else happened in verse number 11. He said, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your wine cast up fruit before the time in the field, said the Lord of hope. And all nations shall call you blessed when you get a God increase. For ye shall be a delightsome land, said the Lord of hosts. That's powerful. Look at what Jesus said about this, though. He said this in Luke 6, 30. Is anybody hot? I can, feel, I can feel what you're thinking. Cut it up, Jamie. Let's go. I can feel you. I can feel you. I can marry over that fan, and I got you. I got you. I got you. It's hot up in here now. Let's go. Let's go. Somebody said, please, Lord. You can't go to sleep in that heat, can you? <laughs> give me the cold air, Lord. Lord, give me the cold air. <laughs> look, look at what Jesus said in Luke 6, 38. Look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, he said, give. I, I, I like how it starts out. And, and, and it's a capital letter. He said, give. And look what happens. And it shall be given unto you. Good measures. Press down and shake it together. Watch this. Running over. Shall men give into your bosom. For the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured unto you again. That's overflowing blessings right there, y'all. That's overflowing blessings right there. Jesus said this. He, you, 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 you can't be. The, Paul said this in 2 Corinthians uh, 9 and 6. I'm still up under giving to the kingdom of God. But this I say to, to uh, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. Look, look, I like that. I like that. Because that, that kind of reminds me of the, 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 the Ananias and set fire. They, they sold is it sparingly, did they? Yeah, yeah, they, they, they gave out a, a, just a portion. They didn't give it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we tend to do that chip off our money, chip off of it, pieces, piece it to God. He said, for, he said, he that sowed sparingly shall reap also sparingly. That's why you get it in little increments, because you give it in little increments. <laughs> Have you ever asked, well, why, why I can't get the overflow blessing? Why am I not coming like the way it should? Because you give. In crumbs. Therefore, you receive in crumbs. And some of you don't give in crumbs. You give a little here. You go two, three months and give a little there. And then you go another three, four months and the year is gone. And you get your statement and your jaw go. Sparingly. And you want a God increase. Hmm. 
He said, every man according, no, no, and, and then it says, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. This is when you give, oh God, and every man according as he purpose in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly, that's with your lips stuck out. <laughs> or of necessity, for God loveth. Hmm. And God is able, watch this, to make all grace abound toward you. That's powerful. That he always having all sufficiency in all. That's a God increase. That's deep, y'all. And all things may abound to every good work. Now, let me read that to you in the Living Bible. It reads this in 2 Corinthians 9, 8 and 9. God is able to make it up to you by giving you everything you need and more so that there will not so so that there will not only be enough for your own needs, but plenty left over to give joyfully to others. But we've gotten to so when we get the overflowing blessing of God, instead of blessing others with it, we stash it. We stash it. <laughs> the fourth thing that would cause you to get a God increase, and this one touches me, is when you give to the poor. When you give to the poor. De- Deuteronomy 15.9 says this. Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked heart saying these seven years, the year of release is at hand, and thine eye be evil against thy look, poor brother. And thou gavest him not, and he cried unto the Lord against thee, and it be sin unto thee. Now you got to understand the seven years of release, when somebody owe you a debt, or you got somebody in bondage, or whatever have you, the Lord tells you that at the seventh year, you're supposed to release them. But not only are you supposed to release them, but you're supposed to also give something to them when you release them. And he said, don't let your eye be evil toward that, brother. When that seven years of release come, he said, I expect for you to release him and give to him. How do you expect for him to make? What kind of heart? The man has worked for you for seven years and brought increase in your world. And now it's time for him to go. He's rejoicing. And you're going to send him away broke? What kind of heart is that? That's cold-blooded. He said, no, no, no. And God said, if you do do that, that's a sin. And look what he says in verse 10. Thou shalt surely give him, and thine heart shall not be grieved when you do it. Don't stick your lip out. When thou give it unto him, because that for this thing the Lord thy God shall, here that God increase come, bless thee in all thy works, and in all that thou have put it thy hand to do, and to do. And then it says, for the poor shall never cease out of the land. He said, therefore I command. Huh. I command thee, saying, Thou shalt open thy hand wide unto thy brother, unto the poor, and to the needy in your land. He said, Open your hand wide. He said, Have it like this. He said, Have it like this. He said, Have it like this. He said, Have it like this here. Come clean with it. Let's go. What you got? He said, Open your hand wide. He's talking about giving. I'm trying to show you how to get a God increase. And when you give to the poor, when you think. And did you know a lot of people think that giving to the poor outside of this church is just the poor that he's talking about? He knows you got brothers that are in the church that are poor. And we tend to want to give everything we got away to everybody outside while we in the church stall. You got a pastor that believes that charity begins at. I wish I had somebody give me five. 
I wish I had somebody give me five up in here. Charity begins at home. That's why when you see me coming around you, I'm asking you, is everything okay? Do you need anything? Are you blessed? I want to I make sure that you're taken care of. Yes, we give uh, uh, to missions, and yes, we take care of things that are on our side. We do stuff in the streets and give blankets and all that stuff. But what kind of pastor would I be if I let my own people among us starve? I wish I had somebody would have said, now that's my pastor. I wish I had somebody testify. Because you got preachers that take your money and give it all away. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I got somebody testifying, but take your money and give it all away. And here you are scraping and eating beans out of a pot. I shouldn't have said them beans, shouldn't I? Lord, I'm not trying to tempt nobody. Good old pot of beans will be good. Lord, help me, Jesus. But, but the key word is open your hand. You know, open your hand and open it wide. What I like is, is there's some people here in this church that have opened their hands and they've opened them wide and they want to be left anonymous. But they've been giving people stuff. I think somebody, I think somebody received a, a large piece of, was that you? Somebody, he don't even know who gave it to him. They just, well, Domino's came here Wednesday and somebody bought him a large piece of, he, he tripping, didn't he? Was, was that you? Oh, oh, you know who did it? He don't even know who did it. Somebody opened their hand wide. But he know one thing. He went out of here with a big old boy. I wish I would have saw you with that pizza. <laughs> what was it? A large what? Meat lover? Pe- pepperoni? What was it? He got a large pepperoni. He is coming to church every Sunday. He's faithful. He work in the kingdom. I mean, he, he, he's an example of our young kids. He prays God. He worships. I'm so proud of this young man. And this one too. All three of them. They, they're awesome. And he is, he, he come to church and that go a big old domino man. I don't know, waiting on him with a piece. Right? Don't you know kids like pizza, especially on a Wednesday? They say you got that piece and ran with it, man. <laughs> you, he ran with it. <laughs> You're not supposed to blame your brother, man. <laughs> but there's people in here giving people cards. Have you received the card yet? There's people in giving, they give it, you, you, people receiving cards. You, you have, and you have. There's just people, somebody, there's people in this church that have opened their hands wide, and I've never seen this happen before, where they are blessing people in the church. You don't think God's going to bless them with a God increase? they giving out a, a, a gift cards and, and stuff like that. They ain't asking the pastor for money to do it. They're doing it out their own money, thinking about you. That's giving into the kingdom. And you don't think God is going to bless them? Look what Solomon said here. Look what Solomon said in verse 19, verse 7. He that have pity upon the poor, lend it unto the Lord. You lend unto the Lord. He said, in that, in that which he hath give, given, will he pay him again. You can't give to God and he don't bless you back. The NIV reads it this way. He who is kind to the poor lends to the, lends to the Lord. And he will reward him for what he has done. That's when, that's Proverbs, yeah, 1917. I never forget a guy told me one day, he told me, he said, you know, we were talking about giving to the poor guy was there begging. We were talking about this guy told me, he said, I'd never give to a poor man again. He said, yeah, you know, them guys is out there standing with the sign begging. He said, I would never give. I said, why? And he, he began to tell a story about how one of them got over on him. You know, he realized the poor man, they, they, you know, they got this stand out there that those that are standing outside on the street corners got more money than we do. 
and that gets into your spirit and it causes you to violate the word of God when you see people out there. He talks about give to your brother, give to the poor, and give to the needy. And this guy, he said, I'll never give to one of them again. He said, it got over on me. He said, blah, 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 blah. And he tried to put that on me. But there are some of them out there that's not being legit. But you don't worry about if they're hustling you because it's not them that's going to reward you. It's God that's going to give you an increase for what you give to. Did you hear? Did, don't let that spirit get on you and shut you down. Because the Bible says you could be entertaining an angel unaware when God is trying to bless you and give you a God increase. Now somebody done sowed a seed in your life and told you them people out there that are holding those signs are hustlers. They like heroin and all that. So what? I had that spirit that got on me. I said, you know what? I'm not giving nobody nothing. You're right. And here I was one of them. Everybody out there ain't like that. So God had to deal with me. God had to deal with me. I said, God, I said, what did that happen? You don't let that spirit got on you. It has locked up. It has closed up the palm of your hand. You don't give anymore. And how can I bless you when you won't bless others? I said, oh, God. I said, well, God. I said, you know, I come from the streets. I know they play game and hustle. How can I beat the hustle? He said, you don't worry about beating the hustle. I said, but God, come on now. You know, I made some of the stuff on the streets. I created some of the stuff. Come, give, give me. And then that's when wisdom came upon me. And I said, okay, I know how I can give it to him and not worry about if he go buy cigarettes, not worry about if he go buy some alcohol, school, whatever his gig is. It doesn't matter to me. But before he get it from me, I'm going to preach the gospel to him. How much you want? Two, three dollars? How much you want? Two, three dollars? Come on, let me tell you about Jesus. Come, Jesus, let me tell you about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. By the time I get through with them, they're going to be saying, man, keep that money, man. Man, keep that money, man. Keep it, keep it. <laughs> I said, no, come on, I want to get it to you. No, keep it, Ralph. Keep it, Ralph. Keep it. They don't want it. Time I get through with I'll preach the gospel. You want two dollars? Come on, you're going to get two dollars worth the gospel. <laughs> So, so I'm still being obedient to God. I'm keeping his command. My hand is open. Why? I just add the preaching to it. Now, if he wanted that bad, he's going to sit there and listen. I had one guy sat there 20 minutes. I said, boy, you bad to the bone. I gave him a little old tip. I said, here, you deserve that and then some. Wasn't hearing a thing I said. His ears were being tormented. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> i never forget it. I'll never forget that. Wasn't hearing a word I was saying. But he stayed there. And the Bible tells me that the word of God won't fall on deaf ears. So I planted a seed in my giving. I got to get you out of here. Time will not allow me to go on. The fifth thing, and then I got one more after this one, is how you get a God increase. Believe me when I tell you this, people, is when you praise him. What are you saying? You mean to tell me, Rev, that I can get that kind of God increase that you've been talking about if I would just let go of my praise? You want me to prove it to you in the Bible? Turn your Bibles. Turn it to Psalm 63. Excuse me. Turn it to Psalm 67 and mark this in your Bible. I'm going to tell you something about this psalm. Psalm 67. 
Go to verse number four. Actually, you can read Psalms one through four, but I'm just going with four. Look what the psalmist said. Oh, let the nation be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nation upon the earth. See, next verse. Come on with it. Come on with it. He says, let. I wish I had some help here. He said, let the people praise thee, O God, and let all, not some of us, but let all the people praise thee. And then he said, then shall the earth yield her. Here come the increase. He said, and God, even our own God shall not might bless you. He's telling you if you cry, if you praise me, you get ready to get a God increase. And then it says, and God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Now let me show you something what's special about this. Let me show you what's special about this song. Because that's what the old folks get when they say, let the praises go up. And the God increase come down. That's where they get it from. It's that because when the praises go up and the blessings come down, that's not in the Bible anywhere. Well, where do they get that from? That's where they got it from. They said if we play, if we praise Him, God's gonna give us an increase. That's why you ought to be grateful that you had an apostolic church where we praise Him up in here. I understand why people praise him. They praise him for they got their healing. They praise him for his mighty acts that he's done in their life mirror. They praise him because he delivered them from drugs and alcohol. And they praise him because he didn't deliver them from that bad husband or that bad wife. They praise him because he has delivered their children. They praise him because he has protected them in time of trouble. They praise him because he's God Almighty and he deserves all the honor and praise that's why they praise you and you got a reason to praise your God you let nobody tell you to come in the house of the Lord and you sit on a pew and not give your God praise I don't know about you but when I praise him I get an increase I don't know about you when I praise him I get power I don't know about you when I praise him I feel his glory hallelujah you let nobody tell you praising God is in vain. Don't you let nobody sit you down. Because when they sit you down, they sit your blessing down. Praise him in the supermarket. Praise him on the school yard. Praise him in the courthouse. Praise him in the hospital. I Nobody stop you from praising your God. Oh, y'all gonna make me preach. You're gonna be seen. You're gonna be seen. You're gonna be seen. You're gonna be seen. It was, it was David that said this in Psalms 100. He said, Know ye that the Lord, he is good. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. And we are his people and the sheep of his past. And he said, Enter into his gates with and enter his course with and be thankful unto him and bless his name. He's telling you to praise him. You got a reason to come into the house of the Lord with praise. It scares me. That's why when you see me, I come in here every day with praise on me. Every day with worship on me because I know God has blessed me. I know he's been good to me. I don't care what I've been through yesterday. I don't care what storm I've been through. I'm not going to let anything stop me from praising God. Nothing. Kill my praise. 
He'll kill my increase. So whenever we down here praising the Lord, you ought to run somebody. Now, don't hurt them now. But you tell them to get out the way because I got to praise my God. And some of you, you've been waiting on an increase. And I just felt this in the Holy Ghost. God said your increase going to come by your praise. That some of you, the Holy Spirit has told you to get up and shout and give God praise and you still been sitting on him. That some of you, the Holy Spirit told you to take a lap and run around this church and fear has gripped you. So if fear has crippled you, then fear has crippled your increase. Somebody ought to get up and give him praise. I don't know who you are today, but if the Spirit told you to run, you ought to run a lap right now. If the Spirit told you to run, you ought to run right now. Hey, look at our business. Look at our business. Hey! Somebody ought to praise him.
Let me tell you something. I haven't seen some of y'all get out and praise in a long time, but I give glory to God. Stay right here. Stay right here. I don't know who you are, but because you was obedient to the word of God, you got out and gave him praise. I want you to expect an increase. I want you to get ready to tell pastor about it. Get ready to test and say, Pastor, when I got out and started praising him, God gave me an increase. I'll, I'll, I'll end with this at the altars. Dom, the soft music. Thank you. So you can stay right where you are. Y'all are some wonderful people to pastor. But listen to me. Listen to what I've heard from the Lord. This church. These my people. And right now. I want to give them an increase. This is what the, I wouldn't be preaching this if God don't want to give this to you. I've seen many of you and I've seen the roads you travel. I've seen your faith. I've seen the transformation. And because of it, God said he's getting ready to elevate. He's getting ready to increase beyond your wildest imagination. Hear me. Now some of you, you've had a hard decision getting here, but you obeyed God. God said because of your obedience, he's getting ready to give you some cushion and give you an increase. Now some of you, you've taken a pounding since you've been in this church and you don't think I know. You've been disrespected, you've been overlooked, and talked about. But because you hung in there, God's going to give you an increase. Hear the preacher. Hear, hear me. Hear me. He's going to give you an increase. He's ready. An overflowing increase. He's getting ready to do it. Will you stretch your hand toward heaven right now? And will you release your faith right now? Let there be a God increase that fall on these people. Hey, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let there be an overflowing blessing upon our God. Let there be an overflowing blessing, O oh Lord God, on your people. I speak it in the name of Jesus. Open their jobs for them. Elevate. Give them cars and homes, O oh Lord. Enlarge their territory. Strengthen their accounts, O oh Lord God. Speak it in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let that not be a drought. Let that not be a famine, oh Lord God. In the name of Jesus. You bless us and we'll give to your kingdom. That's it. That's it. Go ahead. Lift your hands toward heaven right now. That's it. Let every hand be raised. Increase right now, Lord. Increase right now, Lord. That's it. Keep your hands stretched toward heaven. That's it. Go ahead. Come on, sing this song with me. That's it. That's it. Sing it with us.
and be overflowing blessing. Let it be an overflowing blessing, oh Lord. Every tender heart, every obedient spirit, every soul that stood in the fire. Bless us. Enlarge the territory right now, Lord God. Give them more. You told David that all he had to do was just ask. And you would have given it. Financial blessing. Some want an increase on their jobs. Others want their children saved. Increase, Lord. Them that sit under this precious ministry that you've given us, oh Lord. Let it rain. for your mighty word today. We thank you for your spirit upon us today. Now, great God, I leave these precious children in your hand, the almighty hand of God. Release the increase. Release the increase. We love you today, Jesus. We give you praise in your mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's increase. Pastor Russell, love you. May God bless you. Till we meet again. Somebody in Jesus' name.